episode number 42 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. Every Sunday, only on Sundays, I'll release a new podcast episode exploring topics like mental health, entrepreneurship, feminism, and of course, self-care. This week is a look and a conversation into mental health advocacy and a day that has become practically a Canadian holiday at this point. Hashtag Bell Let's Talk Day. Bell Let's Talk is a mental health awareness day and it's endorsed by celebrities including Ellen DeGeneres this year. Beyond creating a conversation around a topic that is somehow still taboo, the telecom giant donates five cents for every action taken on social media with the hashtag Bell Let's Talk. Call or text if Bell is your service provider. So I used to love Bell Let's Talk in my former life as a social entrepreneur and full-time mental health advocate, Bellette's talk was kind of like Christmas for me. A couple years ago, I had actually shared my personal mental health story on MTV and eTalk for Bellette's talk. I hosted live stream interviews with mental health advocates on Facebook. And I basically planned my day around tweeting and hashtagging the heck out of Let's Talk just so that I could be a strong force in the movement and contribute as much as I can to the conversation and to the donations that Bell makes on that day. I even wrote a blog post in 2017 about how, yes, the day is controversial as a PR piece, But does it really matter what the intentions are if the outcome is good? Bell has raised millions and millions of dollars each year for mental health organizations. This year was even a record-breaking year, raising over $7 million on Bell Let's Talk Day. And some local organizations that I know and respect and whom really deserve and need funding like this have benefited directly from Bell Let's Talk funds. And every year I see more and more people I know, people that I would have never guessed coming out and talking about their mental health struggles on this day. So all in all, there is, I think, a net positive. It's an important catalyst that I would argue is one of the main factors. Mental health is a visible and mainstream topic now in our country. However, over the past year, it really hasn't sat right with me. And I think my criticism really began when a few articles came out revealing the working conditions and mental health culture at Bell, exposed by hundreds of Bell employees that came forward. Like most corporate environments, call centers, customer service and sales positions, there is an endless amount of stress and pressure on employees to perform and most times to prioritize work over their mental health, to perform for a company that is unsupportive of mental well-being, and a job that is often the number one contributor to that stress. Employees that have been fired for requesting or taking mental health leave have come forward to share their stories and experiences of discrimination, And the bottom line is that Bell, as a company, does next to nothing to support the mental health of its tens of thousands of employees. 
For a company that spends millions marketing their social goodness and progressive views on mental health, they simply don't afford the same mentality in how they treat their own employees. Which led me to wonder, despite all of the good that Bell Let's Talk does, maybe intentions really do matter at the root of it. A few months ago, I disconnected my last Bell service. I was a Bell customer for a couple years with my phone and internet plans and honestly never had a good experience with them. I was paying almost double what I pay now for a cell phone plan and I had about two months last year without Wi-Fi, get this, at my downtown apartment in Montreal because for one reason or another, the quote-unquote wires were crossed and every couple weeks I'd find my service down. I'd call, wait anywhere from a day to a week for a tech to come and honestly probably wasted 15 to 20 hours on the phone with Bell's customer service over the past year. It was one of those things that my friends would just joke about how I work from home and don't even have Wi-Fi, and I ended up borrowing Wi-Fi from my neighbors for probably a quarter of the year because it was easier than calling in and having to deal with the frustration of customer service and explaining for the fifth time that my Wi-Fi was down. So after countless bad experiences as a customer, I realized that the only thing I could do was vote with my dollar, and I disconnected and canceled all my plans with Bell. And between that customer experience and the stories and articles I've read from Bell employees, I really questioned why I would ever support a company like this. A company that, one, provided such a terrible experience for me, a paying customer, and two, did not walk the talk when it comes to their own corporate culture. Bell is a genius at marketing. Combine a social movement with a lot of marketing dollars and it doesn't matter if your service is terrible or if you treat your employees poorly, you'll still gain customers and support in the public eye for quote unquote, doing the right thing. A lot of people will push back on me for this because of the net positive that Bell Let's Talk brings to the mental health community and mental health organizations. But I'd question those same people to look at their support for other causes and the corporate hypocrisy around capitalizing off of social movements like body positivity or feminism, for example. When big corporate brands that are not born as social enterprises around a cause use a cause to improve their public image, it's a PR move. When a brand that underemploys women, that underpays women and takes advantage of cheap and free labor, claims part to feminism with cheeky feminist slogan tees, most feminists see through it as a marketing ploy. Why can't most mental health advocates see through Bell and Bell Let's Talk? Why can't we hold them accountable too? Is it because it feels good to contribute to a larger conversation? Because it feels good to be part of a public movement? Because it feels good to know that you did your part in slacktivism by tweeting and donating five cents? If you participated in Bell Let's Talk this year, I have no bad feelings towards you and... 
I think it's an important day and an important conversation that needs to be had. I think it empowers a lot of people who otherwise feel silent in their struggles, and I think it does a lot of good. But if you participated in Bellette's talk because of the conversation, is this not a conversation that we should and can be having 365 days of the year instead of just one? Is this not a conversation that we can be having without a corporate hashtag? If you participated in Bellette's talk because of the donation, are you financially unable to make a donation yourself? Is that the reason behind participating in this? Because when you break it down, your 100 tweets and texts at a $0.05 rate equal a $5 donation. Can you give up coffee for a day to donate that directly to a mental health nonprofit that you care about? Are you aware that Bell Let's Talk doesn't provide multi-year funding, which means that nonprofits can't sustainably plan or expand to grow with the funding that they do receive from Bell? There's so many pieces to this, and my opinion has changed a lot over the past five years uh, due to my personal experiences and bad experiences with the company, due to learning more about the company's culture and the discrimination they hold against their own employees that experience mental illness, and I think also due to my frustration as a mental health advocate, former or current, who sees that there's so many more problems that can't just be solved by talking about it. My opinion on this day has changed a lot, and it could change again in the future, but this year I chose not to participate, and instead I donated $50 to two different mental health organizations directly, Jack.org and Kids Help Phone. It's not much, but it is more than my share of hashtags would have raised, and I think looking introspectively at our activism and what we can do as individuals for the causes we care about is what's really going to make the changes that we want to see. Happy Self-Care Sunday, everyone. Mm-hmm.